to me, even more essential is to make sure that uh, your POC is adopted, to make sure that the customer you target or the back office employee or your operator is actually using the POC. You have to measure it, you have to prove it and take a decision on the adoption. Welcome back to another episode of the Innovation Roundtable Insights Podcast. That's Olivier Delaroy from Air Liquide. At our workshop hosted by Allianz in Berlin, Olivier and our colleague Leonard discussed how Air Liquide sets up experiments in POCs, how it selects test users, and which criteria it uses for evaluating success. We hope you enjoy this episode. Olivier, thank you very much for your presentation you've just uh, given, and uh, thank you for joining in this in this setup here. Um, maybe we can start the interview by you just briefly explaining uh, who you are, uh, what company you work at and uh, what role you have currently. Hello Leonard, thanks for the uh, invitation. So my name is Olivier uh, Delabroix. Uh, I'm in charge of digital transformation at uh, Air Liquid Group. Uh, I am an engineer by training and uh, 20 years with the company alternating between uh, operation job and uh, innovation jobs. Let me ask the first questions, kind of how have you uh, sensed and captured trends and, and based on that build kind of the digital transformation strategy? I fully agree with you that it is essential to uh, take the time to understand the trends uh, and uh, understand how they are going to affect your business. Uh, if you, let's take one example, Air Liquide is active in any uh, industry value chain, including the food. If you take the food, uh, if you don't understand how the food is going to evolve in the years to come, uh, including uh, more local uh, needs from consumers, uh, all the way to how the waste food is going to be recycled, if you don't capture that, then you are going to miss a lot of business opportunities. Uh, how to make it happen? Uh, one example, uh, at Liquid for the past seven years, I've been organizing for CEO, what we call learning expeditions, where we take a topic uh, and we explore with many different stakeholders in one one geography uh, what uh, are the strands trying to understand and trying to understand what will be their impact uh, to Aliquid. I can take a, an example. A couple of years ago, we were in the, in the West Coast to understand cloud, not cloud as a technology, but how cloud is uh, massively uh, enabling agility in an organization. So typically, it was a topic that uh, is important to capture and important to bring back within the company. What role do digital platforms uh, play in, in your industry? They have been very powerful in, in, in other industries, um, in the B2C space, like in e-commerce or in social media. No, for sure, um, again, when you make a digital strategy, it's not about digital, it's, uh, it's about creating value. And to create value, uh, to create a better customer experience, uh, mastering uh, global solutions, global digital platforms, as we say, is absolutely essential. A couple of examples for us. Uh, if we take the assets, we have plenty of assets. Uh, we are mastering uh, the platforms that uh, enable to uh, store the data, to activate the data, to use the data to predict typically uh, uh, large equipment uh, failures and act on it before they arrive, etc. etc. So having and operating those digital platforms for assets is absolutely critical. At Aliquid, we have a fully dedicated subsidiary called Alizent that take uh, action of that. On the customer part, you mentioned e-commerce, uh, at Ergas, an air liquid subsidiary in the US, uh, we have. A, if you go to ergas.com as a customer, you will find everything you need uh, to do your business. If you are a welder, you can uh, of course order the gas, but order also the mask, the welding machines, the gloves, everything you need for your business. 
it's absolutely critical to, to master that. Uh, for the employee, for the ecosystem, one example, Google, we were one of the first uh, French companies to massively uh, shift to a Google suite for collaborative work. I can tell you, it, there is a before and after, and the energy that uh, this collaborative capacity created in the employee of Aliquid, the 66,000 employees of Aliquid, is just amazing. So for all those dimensions, asset, customer, ecosystem, you need to identify the platform you need to master. Sometimes it's in-house, sometimes it's just an external supplier, uh, and you need to operate it at global scale. How do you uh, design or how do you set up POCs in order to figure out if some uh, either a new technology or a new business model or anything could be valuable to the business. How do you set up those POCs? How do you select whom to do the POCs with? And and how do you um, kind of uh, evaluate the results afterwards? It's the, the most important thing is to start with a, a business problem to solve. Uh, the worst thing that can happen is to be uh, to, to push to the business. So we need to identify a pain point, a customer pain point, an employee's uh, pain point, and start it from there to build the POC. So again, it could be an operator at a plant that uh, uh, you want to get rid of uh, the paper, for instance, all the paperwork for you know the maintenance, uh, drawing, and so on. Uh, it could be a, a back office employee that uh, can just not take it anymore to have five different screens uh, because it doesn't have a consolidated customer data. I mean, etc. So you start from a business, from a problem to solve, and then you, 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 you design a small POC. What is important is that the POC has to be smaller. Uh, relevant enough to take a decision, uh, relevant enough to judge on the value it, it can create, but quite small. And uh, the main criteria to uh, to go to the next steps, we talk about minimum viable products or scale-up products, uh, is uh, customer and user adoption. Of course, it's the value it will create, but to me, even more essential is to make sure that uh, your POC is adopted to make sure that the customer you target or the back office employee or your operator is actually using the POC. You have to measure it, you have to prove it and take a decision on the adoption. What are some of the um, leadership principles you think, is, uh, you think are important uh, when we're talking about innovation and digital innovation teams? <laughs> it's a very good question because I think uh, uh, leadership is really uh, essential uh, at the time we are living uh, where we need to uh, uh, make sure our companies are synchronized, uh, make sure that uh, we can uh, not only uh, attract new talents but develop also existing employees of course. So to me the leadership, uh, let's say uh, the key leadership attributes, uh, trust, obviously you have to create a space of trust, be trusted and trust. You have to create a place for experimentation where colleagues uh, will not be afraid to try things. Uh, so trust is key. Uh, purpose is also an, an, one that is uh, super important. Uh, I have uh, uh, created La Factory in Paris, so a lot of digital new skills, being designers, user research, data scientists and so on, that, that uh, are new skills for a company like Aliquid. Those guys, they, are, they will only stay if they find a purpose in what they do. Uh, so to attract those guys and, and to keep those guys, uh, you need to, to have a purpose. And as a leader, you need to, to, to give 
and to share that uh, with this uh, with your team. Um, another one uh, is um, uh, yeah to grow to grow your people. Uh, I I put feedback culture into that. Uh, I think it has to be again or like the trust relationship. And the last one, especially innovation, is is curiosity. Uh, you need constantly to uh, look outside the frontier uh, of your business, the frontier of your company for, uh, we discussed that, for uh, new trends, for new organization models, for new customer behaviors, and, and having this curiosity and uh, making sure as a leader you take the time in your hectic agenda uh, to uh, go out of the balcony and, and, and observe and bring that back to the company is absolutely essential. Let me ask you about another important part, which is gaining importance, I think, as things are becoming more digital and the fraction or the parts of digital are getting larger and larger, which is um, data security, privacy, uh, etc. How do you make sure to build an organization that is aware of this and how do you manage uh, to, on the one hand, explore new areas and, on the other hand, making sure that there is uh, Uh, data security and privacy ensured. So you're absolutely right. Uh, we have to be uh, uh, safe by design in everything we do, and uh, privacy by design in everything we do. Uh, and uh, Liquid is a typic typically uh, we are uh, a uh, we are doing business in the healthcare environment, and uh, the privacy that I mentioned you mentioned is absolutely critical uh, as a right to operate and, and do business in that area. So to me, there is not there is not a single answer. Uh, it's a mix of different things. Um, you have to work on, of course, on uh, the technology. You need to have to build the proper infrastructures, data structures that are uh, by design safe, that are by design, uh, let's say, uh, uh, private. Um, you need so you need to master the technologies for that. You need to master the people for that because again, uh, building those infrastructures is new for companies like us. So you need also to make sure to insource. It's so critical. You need to insource those capabilities uh, to master them uh, because it's really part of your business. Uh, you can also uh, organize some tests constantly. I mean, never uh, think you manage to uh, deliver an infrastructure that is safe and and uh, and uh, sleep on it. In a way, you have to constantly uh, organize some. Uh, external consultant test, uh, pain test, uh, to check that your infrastructure is robust and this is something you need to do regularly to make sure to constantly be up to date in terms of uh, technologies. You need to work on the behaviors also. A lot of the, uh, let's say, uh, safety incidents or privacy incidents are linked to uh, people behavior, your employee behavior. So working on the behavior is also absolutely critical. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's a mix of uh, governance, Technology, uh, people, behavior. Uh, just the last word at Alikid, we embed a lot of those topics in the data policy uh, that is really defining the do's and don'ts and the framework uh, on those, uh, let's say, uh, different aspects to make sure it is really uh, encored in the in the company culture. What are you seeing on the horizon of the next kind of? technological transformation coming and and how do you prepare for that what are some of the things that that uh, are coming to me the the most uh, let's say impacting technology is of course artificial intelligence uh, 
uh, a lot of people are claiming they do something. Yeah, there is a, there is probably a, too much buzz. There is maybe a bubble in terms of investment uh, regarding AI. Yet it's a topic that we have to study. It was last year we went to China uh, to understand how China is taking this leadership on artificial intelligence. I mean, they have a very strong organized strategy, you know, from the government, with funding, uh, with uh, Alibaba, uh, Tencent, all those guys organizing ecosystems. Uh, I mean, this is going to be massive. We have to understand the consequence for us. So uh, to me, artificial intelligence is really a topic that companies like us need to tackle. It's a huge opportunity to create additional value. Uh, a lot of questions on how to master that. Uh, privacy, uh, ethics are part of those questions to make sure to master before uh, we massively roll out. And uh, again, as in every topic, we need to understand, bring that back to the company, and we need to try, we need to experiment, we need to take small topics, small use cases, and, uh, and start doing, uh, uh, exploring the capabilities of artificial intelligence, especially all the cognitive dimension of it, the most advanced part of it, uh, and, uh, and validate, you can create value. Let me ask you the last question. What is uh, one of the most important lessons you have learned in your current role? In fact, I will answer by two lessons uh, that, that are equally, equally important, if you may. Uh, now, the first one is uh, uh, that it's, it's absolutely critical to put human before technology. Uh, I mean, a lot of companies are very technology uh, background, and this is good, and this is what makes those companies strong. We need to complement these strengths by a human approach, being obsessed by understanding your customer needs before you start a project, uh, by measuring adoption during the project, by constantly making your product evolve uh, once your project is live uh, to your employees or your customers. So to me, this is a critical part, uh, human before technology. And the second one is that uh, the end game for any transformation is that the business is in the driving seat. Thank you, Olivier. Thank you very much for your presentation once again and for that interesting and pleasant conversation. My pleasure. Thank you, Leonard. Thanks for listening. You can find our show in most podcast apps. Subscribe for free to get the latest episodes. The video and the transcript of this podcast and all of our other exclusive interviews can be accessed via innovationroundtable.online. The Innovation Roundtable online network is your portal to a wide variety of exclusive content, including video presentations, interviews, insights reports, and articles. Not only that, innovationroundtable.online is also a place where you can connect with thousands of other corporate innovators, share experiences, request collaborations, and gain inspiration from your peers. Our network is exclusively for innovation, HR, and marketing practitioners in large firms. So visit innovationroundtable.online to discover more and request your 15-day free trial account.